Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. And now, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. We are live on the Charity Stripe Podcast with your hosts, Alex, Josh, and Nick. We're back, baby. It is the Charity Stripe. It's your free throws because they are free. Fisher, DJ, Nikki, Snacks, Crider, Daily Stripe. Today is Tuesday, June 27th. Nick, we are nearing the 4th of July. Any fun plans for you, my friend? Um, On the day of the 4th, I don't really have anything planned because it's on a Tuesday. Um, but Monday, we've got a great uh, DJ set going on at the Victorian in the basement. Um, so nice. Monday night, uh, get there and get rowdy if you're in town. Uh, Saturday, uh, our squads planned a big beach party. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Super excited to have some fun in the sun. It's been a while the, since we've been able to do that with the boys. Um, but that's about that's it. I, I, I think it's people are complaining that Fourth of July is on a Tuesday. However, the way that I look at it, the way that you look at it, is it's a big old five day weekend. No more. one's really working on on Tuesday. Maybe, yeah, maybe more. And you're not working the day after either. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's Friday. It's, it's, no, July July fifth is off. Is it? I believe I can like standard practice. My girlfriend like, does not have that day off. My girlfriend really? does not have either day off because she uh, she technically works in marketing for a retail company, so they have to abide by the same rules that the retail employees do, which is unfortunate. They don't have Monday off; they just have Tuesday off. Mm, it's kind of bizarre. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, it's it, it's like what's fair for the company. Um, but most companies, I think, are giving their employees off on Monday, not on Wednesday. Okay, interesting. I, yeah, I, I, I typically people get the Wednesday after or the day after the July fourth to kind of ease back into things. But nonetheless, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday is should be a really fun time, and it's great to get back into the swing of things in Los Angeles and get out on the beach. It's been a yeah. minute, and it's not it's gonna, our fault. The old it's gonna feel like uh, it's gonna feel like high school summers again, right? It's the old high school summers. Yeah. Who doesn't love that? Uh, I, I was in high school. I remember when we were boys uh, in high school. That, that was a good old time. Um, yeah. I will be there. The, the, do you know how in in like schools and stuff, they name buildings after, you know, donations? I, know I know what you're going with. <laughs> name the basement after Nikki Snacks. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really funny. Maybe Thank one day. You. Maybe one day, honestly. I mean, that it, maybe I, 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 I did. I did get lunch with uh, our our promoter, um, good friend of ours, uh, a Bo. So he, uh, I could definitely see if he's interested in, in doing that for me. That's oh, we got to get Bo on the show for college football betting. I agree. Yeah, it'd be good to have him on. All right, let's. We're in the throes of summer. The sport that you and I jointly love is baseball. You've had a bone to pick with the all-star voting. I don't blame you. Um, to some degree. We'll- I think for the most part, they're getting it right, but there are a lot of ones on here that are just ridiculous. Okay, so we'll get into that. Now, what you and Alex and I discussed, Alex will be joining us once again tomorrow. We are going to make our team, so starting nine, the nine being the DH, plus a pitcher or two, of guys under 25, under 25 specifically. So if you're 25 years old, uh, Adley, 
Cunha, Ant, Bobachet, not going to cut it. But if you're under 25, and I think some of the – there's a couple names on here. You're going to be like, that guy is under 25. Under 25, you make the cut, and you're eligible to be on our starting nine. Uh, I'm going to give you some players okay. at each position that I feel are deemed worthy. There's only – there's one – I want to see if you can guess, though, quickly. There is one position that has one player under it. Only one player? Only one player I have deemed worthy for that position, untouchable anywhere else. Can you guess the position? Interesting. Um, there are two positions with two players. Is it first base? Correct. Vlad? Correct, Nick. There we go. We'll start there. Vlad Guerrero Jr., one of the best first basemen in all of baseball. He's getting a bit overshadowed this year by Matt Olson, Freddie Freeman, uh, dominating over there in the AL. Uh, but he is... And might not is. be the be- he might not be the best hitter on his team right now. I think that would go to Bo Bichette, which I think is fair. Yeah. But he's gonna- Vlad is going to have a really great shot at being an all star once again, and uh, he is one of the premier first basemen in, in in our league today. And he is the best first baseman, no question, under twenty five. Spencer Steer of the Reds. I'm, you know, hinting a little bit at some players I might be naming. He's twenty five. He's having a great year. I don't want to shake on it. Yeah, he's having a really he's, nice season. He's not competing he with doesn't have career. Because he doesn't have the name. He doesn't have the recognition. But Steer is going to be a first baseman, uh guy that he plays first, third, outfield, all across the diamond. And he's going to he's going to qualify. I think he'll probably hit 15-15, which is not bad uh, at, at that position. Sure. And he's going to hit for average. So this red team is really nice. Uh, can you guess the other two have two players at? Um. Let's see. Any pitchers at all? Like I have a lot talking. of pitchers. Okay, because we you have relievers, right? And yeah, because I think our rules are we're gonna starters. do we're gonna do three starters. starters. Yeah, we're gonna do three starters, which is we're gonna okay. have to debate the starters. Um, okay. Uh, okay. So then, so then, catch, catcher then. Correct. Frankie Alvarez in the Mets. Okay. And Kybert Ruiz on the Nationals. Got it. Too bad. Adderley's 25 because that would have been yeah, our Ruxman, guy. Yeah, Ruxman would have been easily would have been our guy, uh, but he's 25 years old. I think Alvarez to me is probably the guy, but mm-hmm. I, Ruiz is a nice young catcher, and that's your hint. Uh, the Washington Nationals, um, for the next position group that has two players at it. Um, Ruiz is a really good young player, and I think both guys are going to be catchers uh, in the NL East for, for a long time coming. I like what Alvarez can do at the plate a little bit more. Um, let me double check, though. I want to. I don't want to. I want. I don't want to leave anybody out. And I think I actually might be leaving a catcher out. So give me two seconds. Yeah, man, you have five seconds if you want. It's Gabriel okay. Moreno is also under twenty-five. And he is one of the best, if not the best defensive catcher uh, in all of baseball this year. He's throwing guys out at a ridiculous clip. So I want to put that into the ether for you. If you'd like to make that selection instead. Uh, No, let's let's stick with it. So what do we got Alvarez? Okay. Sounds good. I mean, there are other catchers. Will Smith is 28, which is actually kind of surprising. I thought he was going to be younger. Uh, toss his guy Jonah Heim, who he loves to bring up, and we'll, we'll shout out some Rangers. He is also 28. Connor Wong on my socks, 20, 27. Uh, but Gabriel Moreno, 
right there in the mix with all these guys. Uh, he and he he's the ripe young age of 23. I think he'd probably be our backup catcher. Uh, I'd go Alvarez, Moreno, and then I'd go Kybert Ruiz. But all solid young catchers for the future. Okay, sure. second base. So. I feel like we have a lot of shortstops that we're probably going to have that we're going to have some tough times with. So are we allowed to move shortstops over to second base? I feel like second base is not that deep. You have you have Andres Jimenez, who has oh, wow. been a Yeah, he's left a lot. He's under 25. I know. He's a lot. He's left a lot to be desired on, on this the, season. Last season great. He's an all-star, and he's an amazing fielder. He's a gold-glove level fielder. Uh, you also have Luis Garcia, who's flying. The Nationals. For the Nationals, massively under the radar. I, I think also, I want to shout the Nationals out because they have like Lane Thomas can really be an like everyone gets an All Star rep, and Lane Thomas legitimately like the A's like who are you going to pick to be their All Star? Lane Thomas, outfielder for the Washington him. Nationals, it should really be him though. Yeah, he's, be. I, he's top he's ten in, in baseball and hits. Yeah, he's having an All Star level season, so deservedly so. Uh, Heimer Candelario, our, our boy. Our boy Parker wants the Padres to trade for Lane Thomas really badly. How's that going to happen? They're not going to give him up. Take on like Patrick Corbin's contract or something. Ugh. Which would be a disaster because he's so no. bad. No, you don't need to do that. Go after McCutcheon. Go after I mean, Look, you don't have to go after the biggest fish in the sea every time. Yeah. You don't always have to do that. Like, right. look, at, look at some of the big moves. In past free agent, in, in past deadlines that have worked out for teams, like bringing guys in, like you don't always have to make the flashiest move or the biggest move. Sometimes bringing a guy in at, at, at the trade deadline who's solid and another, again, the, the Braves did it a couple years ago. They just got some, a lot of outfield depth, like a lot of guys they could rotate in and it worked for them. Like you don't necessarily need to go and get Lane Thomas, although it'd be amazing if you got him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He is not under 25. Um, so we, I would say Jimenez, shout out to Luis Garcia, but I would say Jimenez. Okay. Do it over there. So we have Vlad at first, Jimenez at second, Frankie Alvarez a catcher. Um, I think maybe people would debate that, but I think it's it's a good pick. The outfield is we could save that for last, I think, because that is the biggest group. Yeah, for sure. So let's go to shortstop because I'm I'm between Wander Franco and uh, and Ellie De La Cruz, and I know that Ellie De La Cruz small sample size, but I mean, let me throw some other guys at you. He's amazing. But De La Cruz, you could also put the third. Okay, so yeah, let's do that then. So here are your we options. Also have, we also have O'Neill Cruz too. There you go. That's one on my list. Good good catch. You have Wander Franco, who I We also probably... have a DH. We have a DH, so we can put someone on DH. Yeah. I think Do you, you... got to put Wander Franco in there right now. Yeah, I agree. That's short. I'll shout out Anthony Volpe, who I think not this season, but eventually will get there and be the Yankee shortstop of the future. Will he be Derek Jeter 2.0? I don't think so, but I think he has a good future in pinstripes. Uh, he's a good base runner. He's got some pop. So I think Volpe will be the, the shortstop of the future for the Bronx Bombers, uh, but he's not in there right now beating out Juan Franco. Matt McClain on the Reds has been awesome. Like that's Dela Cruz at third base because McLean's come in there and he's been a, he's been a you know a knockout hitter at shortstop. You mentioned O'Neill Cruz, Ezekiel Duran plays uh, a bit of outfield and a bit of shortstop for the Texas Rangers. I don't think he's in that realm yet of Wander, that realm yet of Ellie Dela Cruz, but he's had a really nice season. 
uh, for the Rangers so far. So we'll go wander. We'll keep L.A. De La Cruz at bay. Here's the question. Now you go to third base. You have Bobby Witt Jr. Who could also be shortstop technically, but you have Bobby Witt Jr. Yep. You have L.A. De La Cruz, Gunnar Henderson, uh, and Isaac Paredes. Who I was I was surprised that he was a, he was he was under. He's had an amazing season for the Rays. Yes. Um, so this is like the team when I'm looking at this team, mm-hmm. I'm constructing the team that is going to be the future, the next ten okay. years, next 15, 15 years. Who are the guys that we're going to be seeing as perennial All Stars and MVP candidates, right? And I honestly want to put De La Cruz in there. I think that'd be my guy. Okay. I like, look, it's tough to argue. And honestly, like Wander and De La Cruz, they can maybe flip, you know, like third short. Sure. You could, if you could play one, you could probably play, probably play the other. Yeah, uh, exactly. Short to third is easier than third to short, I'll say. Right. But uh, I think, look, Henderson, Witt Jr., Isaac, all these guys have been really good. They're in, you know, and they're really good cornerstones i think for their franchises but de la cruz he's done his speed his athleticism uh he's a really he's a real threat all across the diamond and having him and wander franco you know that side of the diamond is going to be really strong for this team in the future um let's go to the outfield tatis Uh, okay i want to shout guys out that are not going to be in the mix okay but (laughs) shout them out that uh jack sawinski Pittsburgh Pirates, he's got some pop. He's having a nice season. Sure. Yodi Tavares for the Rangers uh, is having an, an, also a very nice season, really high batting average. Uh, your boy, Esty Ruiz, under 25. Yeah, steals a lot of bases, but not a ton of power. Um, can hit for average. We'll see. Just a category killer. And I think if he was on the right team in a better lineup, I think his average would go up. Can you, uh, can you imagine so if he was on a raise? If he was on the raise, that's like such a raise player. I know. Uh, Riley Green is not fully healthy right now on the Detroit Tigers, but was having a nice season. Is probably their best player for the future in the outfield. Those guys want to shout them out. They're not going to make the cut. Uh, I'm going to throw two more guys out that are on my, okay, we could consider, but still probably not really, really worth the discussion. Christopher Morrell, uh, Chicago Cubs. Really okay. good year. One of the best young players for the future if he keeps it up. Uh, Jared Kalanick, a lot of people wrote him off, thought he was done, an overhyped prospect. He's come in for the Mariners. We'd love to see his batting average kick back up, but he's got some pop over there for the M's, uh, one of their better power hitters. Um, and they have a lot of them. Now, here are the one, two, three, four, five. Here are the five outfielders for three outfield spots. Your least favorite player in baseball. Michael Tatis. Harris, Tatis. Juan Soto, Julio okay. Rodriguez, and Corbin mm-hmm. Carroll. I will give right. you my – I know what – I have a feeling what yours is. Corbin Carroll's for sure in there for me. I would say the two no-brainers. Or Tatis and Carroll. Tatis and Carroll, correct. I think I'm between Soto – and J Rod, even though J Rod's having a tough year, he's been fine. I would lean Soto. I would too. I, just, just because, on, just bigger sample size. His on base percentage is is unmatched. Um, you know his power numbers are are right on par with Julio Rodriguez's. Really, all Julio has on him is speed. 
and a little defense. Yeah, but here's I actually ironically we're gonna we're gonna switch roles here. I'm gonna back your guy up. One thing I will disagree with you on uh, his on base percentage this year is matched by a guy by Luis Torres. Yeah, by Luis Torres on the Marlins, who's not under 25, but he's 26. Luis Robert, another guy I want to shout out. He's third, by the way, in war. This guy is on fire. He is not under 25. He's 25, exactly. Um, Okay, Juan Soto's 10th in war. Second on the team. I mean, Tatis Jr. is the only guy that's top 10 in war that hasn't played not only 70 games, not 60 games. He's ridiculous. He's having an unbelievable season. I I really think that, you know, down the stretch, this is a guy who can potentially make a run at the MVP. I mean, his team's got to put it together. He's got to give him some help here. But. You're in a really bad spot, dude. Like, I, 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 I always root for your boys. You're just in a real. He's played, and he's Acuna. actually played great. He's played great defense. You're just like that. Yeah, Acuna's yeah, got. Yeah, but I'm saying, I'm saying, like, you know, finishing top three in MVP voting, something like that. You know, I mean, he's probably he's probably third right now. Yeah, and not and not even not even fourth. a candidate to start the All Star game, which is ridiculous. Yeah, he's probably Popular fourth. He's probably he's probably fourth for me, honestly. Yeah, I would say. Okay, so, so our our outfield. Let's we gotta take Michael Harris out there. Yeah, he's gone. He's, he's nice, but the he's outfield nice, the outfield he's is nice. Soto, Tatis, and Corbin Carroll. Yeah, now we just got to debate pitchers and DH. DH. I want to th- let's get let's get the DH out of the way. Okay. Um, I think Onel Cruz. Julio. Unless there's someone else out there. Julio Rodriguez? Yeah, I mean, I guess we can throw him in there, too. We throw, we throw J-Rod at our DH. I would throw I would do J-Rod or Bobby Witt. Bobby Witt's, got, Bobby Witt's got 23 steals. He's had a really impressive year. But I'm down J-Rod's for J-Rod. 18. Yeah, it's okay. So I'm trying to trade for him in fantasy right now. This guy's like asking for an arm and a leg. It's ridiculous. Vlad at first. Andres Jimenez at second. Juan Franco at short. Ellie De La Cruz at third. Francisco Alvarez, the New York Mets, catching our outfield from right to left. FTJ, Corbin Carroll in center, Juan Soto in left. Our DH is J-Rod. Shout out to everyone else who played. Okay, our pitchers. Here are your options. Spencer Strider. Strider is an option. Yuri Perez is an option. Mackenzie Gore is an option. Hunter Green is an option. Bryce Elder is an option. Brian Bayo is an option. Taj Bradley is an option, and Bryce Miller is an option. Personally, I would like to start with cutting Bryce Miller. And I actually really like what Taj Bradley can do for the Rays, and I think down the line, knowing how the Rays develop guys, I think he'll be a really nice pitcher. I would probably cut those two guys first. Sure, we can do that. I think my glaring starter is Strider. He started off hot. He's not playing as well right now, but he's still great game last night. True. Great, great game last night. Leading the league in strikeouts still. Uh, I mean, this is a kid that I think is going to end up getting a Cy Young at some point. Okay. I'm going to give you my three. I'm going to go Strider at the one, Yuri Perez at the two. I think that's another kid that's going to end up winning a Cy Young. He's 20 on the dot years old. Okay. Sub 1-5 ERA, 5-1 and one in his first nine starts. Good strikeout numbers. And then Elder? I would go Hook'em Horns, Bryce Elder is my number three. Correct. Um, Mackenzie Gore was – we've been hearing – you and I have known about him for years. Uh, really high prospect, big piece 
in the Juan Soto deal. It's good to see him come into form and have a really nice season. Hunter Green needs to just still needs to kind of hunker it down a yep. little bit, but his strikeout numbers are great. And Brian Bayo of my Red Sox, if you take away his first start, he's got a 270 RA. And he's he's probably James Paxton's been great. I didn't shout him out the other day when I was listing our pitchers. But Brian Bayo, and it's crazy. I was reading on him, you know, reading on him the other day. Uh, after his last start, he's got a four seam, a two seam, and a changeup, and his slider wasn't working. So he's now introducing a cutter. I mean, obviously, guys are always adjusting, but it's still fun to see these young players and these young pitchers make these kinds of adjustments as their young careers are going. And he, to me, look, I'm, I see the next Chris Sale. Uh, I don't know, but he's a good enough starter that it actually kind of makes me wonder a major what if for the Boston Red Sox. Like, I don't know if he'd be as good if he was with the Red Sox, but he's having an amazing year for the Rangers. If Eovaldi was still with the Sox and we had Paxton, Eovaldi, Whitlock, Brian Bay, Cutter Crawford, how, how would our season be looking? Would we still be above 500, but in the cellar or would we be vying for one of these wild card spots? Cause I look, I, I, I could call it David Spade a David Spade. I know I know the blood in the water when I see it. There's just no way we're catching these teams. They'll they will out hit and pitch us when push comes to shove. But there's a lot of promise for this Red this Red Sox squad. And how do we kept Nathan Eovaldi, who was solid last year for us? Uh it really makes me wonder what could have been. Yep. I'm with you. I like well, the the squad that we've put together. Yeah, I'm not a lot, a lot of debate on it, um, but I'm curious. Maybe we'll do when Toss comes back tomorrow, or this sometimes you know in the throes of summer, a 25 to 30 squad. Okay, it'd be fun. Cool. All right, get in your soapbox, my friend. What's the issue with the All Star Game? Where do we stand? Who's in? What are the what are the leaderboards right now? Talk to me. Well, I mean. Look, we always know that this is a popularity contest. It's the same way in the NBA as well with all-star voting. Um, my issue is that there's just guys on here that, like, shouldn't even really be on the ballot. Like, you know, Bryce Harper hasn't played a full season, and he's second right now um, to to um, Jose Martinez. Um, J, sorry, J, J.D. Martinez um, in designated hitting voting. And, like, he's got three home runs this season, barely played. Popularity contest. You know, Michael Harrison here and – as we mentioned, he's good. He's not better than, you know, Mookie Betts, Corbin Carroll this season, you know, even Tatis this season. Um, Acuna is the starter already. Um, you know, Mike, Mike Trout's having a good season, but like he's first right now and all-star starter voting, you yeah. know? So there's just some issues there, but it is what it is. Um, so as it stands, let's just break down the, uh, standings of where they're at for all-star starting voters. So it's down to two players per position besides the outfield. That's down to five. Okay. Um, okay. So we'll start in the AL first base. We got Yandy Diaz leading Vlad Guerrero. Yes, sir. No? Really? He's leading him 54% of the votes by 46%. Wow. Yep. So I think that's a, I think that's correct. I'm with that. Yeah, I don't. I, I I love that. Yanni Diaz has had an amazing season. It's good to see. I saw a video, and I think I actually meant to send it to you. I think because I thought you found it super interesting. People were like, they don't think Rays fans 
They don't think race people don't think race fans exist. They're like, A, because the stadium kind of stinks. B, if I'm a Rays fan, would I spend money to go to the game? Or I live in Tampa Bay, I live in Florida, would I go to a bar and chill and watch it at the beach? And I was like, yeah, why would I spend the money on a ticket and parking and deal with all that BS and go to a crappy stadium when I could chill on the beach in Tampa and watch the game? Like there's a there are people like they're like there are a lot of Rays fans. People love the Rays. We just don't go to the games. I was like, yeah, kind of makes. They also sense. have a pretty low capacity for their uh, ballpark as well. I think it's like thirty thousand. Really? Yeah. It's a crap stadium, dude. It's terrible. It's one of the worst in baseball. All right, All right moving right. on to the NL first baseman, Freddie Freeman's leading Matt Olson. I think that's bad. Matt Olson's got a lot of home runs, but come on, dude. Freddie Freeman is second right now, maybe in MVP voting. I'm just simply saying he's third to me. Third Corbin behind. Carroll. Okay. Corbin Carroll. They're one, dude, they're winning the division. He's top five in war. I'm sorry. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. And your guy's fourth. So there you go. I mean, they're Freddie's top. hitting 317 with 14 home runs. Like, So what's, what's Corbin Carroll doing? It's pretty good. I, Corbin, I, Car- I, I, Corbin I Carroll's at two, 290 with, with 16 home runs. Okay. Corbin Carroll is, has a 3-6 war. He has... Uh, how many home runs? How many home runs does he have? You said sixteen. Two more than Freddie. Okay, he's got twenty-three stolen bases as well. All right, we're talking about just the position right here. Let's okay. not get too far just ahead that. of ourselves. So Freddie Freeman up on Matt Olson. That's a yes. Come on, well, it's a yes. Um, it's a yes. I just think it's interesting that these are the two guys leading. I mean, Matt Olson's hitting two thirty-seven. He's got twenty-five bombs, dude. And he plays a great field. I'm just saying the interesting part okay, is like they short was hitting like 200. He's got 20 home runs. Like okay, you can throw him in there too. No, they just, I'm just interesting. The swap that was made was Olsen for Freeman for the Braves. It's interesting that these guys are one and two, just the story, line. but I'm that with you. Freddie. Good story line. All right. Second base in the NL, Luis Arias on top of Ozzy Albies. We got to give that a yes. Second base. I want to apologize to the second baseman. I crapped on second base. Uh, and I sent you guys a list yesterday. There are a lot of good second basemen in baseball. There are. I crapped in that position in, in, ahead of the year. That's yes. All. Cool. Uh, second base in the AL, Marcus Simeon has got a pretty big lead over Whit Merrifield. That's a yes. Yeah. Merrifield, good season, but Simeon, no brainer. Cool. All right. Third base, Josh Young, still in the Rangers, uh, up on Matt Chapman. Got a pretty big lead, too. I don't hate it. No, I don't either. I, I like it. I don't hate it at all. Chapman, both guys have had really good seasons. They have. Um, and the NL for third base, Nolan Arenado's leading Austin Riley. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the one... I'm not, sorry, I was still looking at the AL. Jose Ramirez also having, again, once again, an unbelievable year. So it's Arenado on. Right. Arenado's been yeah. Arenado's been great. He, you know who's leading the the third baseman in WAR though? The tie. Leaps and bounds ahead of the rest of the guys. Uh, Candelario is who has he's a good baseball player, man. Uh, and okay. Ryan McMahon of the Rockies, but I'm cool with Arenado leading in that category. Yeah, he's well. Those I mean, guys get, don't have an opportunity to start. They'll probably make an All Star game, but I think McMahon I will be the representative. Rockies. 
they got to have somebody. All right. Yeah. Uh, shortstop in the NL. Arcia has got a huge lead over Francisco Lindor. Yeah. Yeah. He's been playing a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Lindor's okay. been picking it up. But yeah. That's just a little New York bias, probably, for this voting. All right. Uh, shortstop in the AL. Corey Seeger got a really big lead over Bichette. Now, this is tough for me because I think they're both. I mean, look. Corey Seager's on fire right now, but he also hasn't played as much as Bo Bichette has, and Bo Bichette is second in baseball and hits. So I think this is a toss-up. The, the one thing I will say, you're right, he hasn't played as much. Bichette's played 31 more games, and he has one more RBI than Seager. Seager's OPS is above 1,000. Yeah, Bo Bichette, doesn't he lead off? Yeah, but like he's played 31 more games and he's in a good no uh Springer leads off. Oh. And <clears throat> and Springer actually just is now second all time in leadoff home runs to Ricky Henderson. Shout oh, that's out right. To Pretty cool. Um very cool. I actually think to me, and again, it it's it's tough because you have Wander, you have Bichette, and you have Seeger all balling out. But if you take what Seeger's done in these 47 games, he's by far, to me, the best player. And no, no, nothing against Semyon, but he's the best player on this Texas Rangers team that's in first place. Yep. I feel you. Um, all right. Catcher, Jonah Heim of the Rangers. A lot of Rangers, man. Uh, leading Adderley Ruxman. Probably should be Ruxman. Definitely should be Ruxman. But Heim's been really good, and the Rangers are in first. Look, the Rangers are in first place, dude. You know how this goes when a team. I don't is know. Winning, I don't know if it should in. be because Jonah Heim's hitting 282 with 11 home runs, 55 RBIs, and 809 OPS. And okay. Ruxman's got 269, 10 home runs, 34 RBIs, and a 796 OPS. So he's leading him in every category. And WAR, he's up in WAR too. So he's a, he's I think it should be Jonah Heim. Okay, and Jonah Heim it is. There you go. Uh, all right, catcher for the NL. Sean Murphy, who we think is probably the best offseason acquisition any team made, um, is leading Will Smith. I think that's valid. I think that's a tough race. I think it's valid, but I think it's a tough race. It is. That NL shortstop race, actually, I was just looking at the numbers, is a lot closer than we think. You know who's leading the NLs in shortstops in, in war? Dansby Swanson, another really good offseason acquisition by the Cubs. Yeah, it was. Doesn't matter though, because they blur. <laughs> they 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 blur. They don't blow. They blur. Right. They blur. All right. Okay. Uh, let's keep it in the NL. Ronald Acuna already locked in as a starter. They didn't even bother putting him in the voting because he was so far ahead in, in the, the voting process. But we got to pick two more outfielders. Mookie Betts is in first place. Corbin Carroll's in second. Michael Harris in third, and Gurriel Jr. is in fourth so i think this is the right i I would honestly put carol over mookie but they're both going to start agreed uh, across the board and actually we've talked about this being one of the best offseason moves and nothing against dalton varsho who's been fine for the blue jays but d-backs trading varsho for guriel jr who's been really good and, and is a future for that team uh and gabriel moreno who we mentioned earlier in the show that was a really that was a really nice package they received for Dalton Varsha. Really good move by the Diamondbacks. Yeah, it's pretty crazy to me that this team is in first place of you know people saying one of the toughest divisions in baseball, and they literally have one guy vying for a starting role. In this, how many guys game. do they have that could be all stars? Tell Marte could easily be you know 
again, like he's like a top three second baseman in the NL. Sorry, they have they have two Corbin Carroll. <laughs> Corbin Carroll, yeah. Okay. So like they have so they have Guriel, Corbin oh, Carroll. They'll get Gallon in there. Gallon's gonna get in there. Like Merrill Kelly could have a shot. He's been pretty good lately. I don't think he'll yeah. make it necessarily, but Gallon will make it. And he's like a Cy Young favorite. Yep. All right. Outfield. Yeah. Ale outfield, you got Trout leading the pack. Slight, slight, slight edge over Randy Rosarena. Judge in third, Jordan Alvarez, uh, Garcia, Aldias Garcia, Adolis Garcia, and Kevin Kiermeyer. Um, Judge is going to be out, so that takes him out of the, the mix, right? Because he's hurt. Yeah, he'll make it, but I mean, and that's okay too. He's he was amazing up until he yeah, I mean, he deserves it. Uh, but for me. Hard. For me, Randy should be in there, and so should Jordan. Um, and then I guess Aldius. But always Garcia should be in ahead of all those dudes. Maybe he's been. I mean, I maybe not Randy, but he should be right in there with Mike Trout and Alvarez and Judge are both hurt. So Dolis Garcia is going to get the start, right? So both so, Judge and Alvarez are out. So it'll be Garcia, a Rose, Trout. And Trout. Right. Shot's been good, man. Shot, shot to Kiermaier, but yeah, Kiermaier sticking around. Another good. It was a good. He's a really good addition for the Blue Jays recently. Yep. So that's he's great in the field. And then last but le- but last but not least, ugh, Shohei Otani is already locked in as your ALDH. I mean, that's the biggest lock of the century. I mean, is he gonna pitch too? Probably. Honestly, they shouldn't waste the slot on him though. They should like he, let, open it up. He's locked in as probably the AL MVP right now too, as it stands. I don't know if there's anything anyone can do besides him just falling off a cliff. Um, and then in the NL for DH, JD Martinez is leading Bryce Harper, slide edge as the DH, and he should be the DH. Over JD, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm cool with that. It seems like for the most part, you know. The starters in this race, they got it right. Yeah, I'm cool with everything. Everything's working out as it should. Um, we'll see once the starters are picked how we'll fill out the rest of our rosters. Um, wow. Let's see. I'm going to count real quickly. Out. Just just out of you know, quickly putting your math together, do you think there's more Rangers or Braves on this ballot? think there are more rangers okay so there's one two three four five rangers Mm -hmm. and there are one two three four five six seven braves on this ballot in my face yeah makes sense arcia also but but it seems like there will be more ranger starters than braves Oh, so they they because, get it where it counts. Exactly. Because Simeon, Josh Young, Corey Seager, Jonah Heim, all leading. Mm-hmm. Um, all the, um, Garcia is, is kind of at the bottom there. And then you've got Acuna, Sean Murphy, Arcia. And those are the only guys leading. Mm. Well, what's that old saying about battles and wars? The Braves may have won the battle, but the Rangers will win the war. There you go. Uh, Nick. I love me... uh, U.S. history of the uh, oh, Jesus. slaughtering right. Native Americans. Right. I wasn't going there, but yeah, I guess it came out of my mouth. Obviously, you know, 
regrettable, regrettable stance on my part. Um, let's play a game, Nick. You love games. I love playing games with you. We got two games. We do our immaculate grid, and then we'll, we'll get there. The we'll get game. the immaculate grid for show. Actually, okay. This game is called Twenty Questions Minus Ten. So ten questions. You have ten questions. Yes or no questions. And you have to get to this player. Okay. It's a baseball player. Okay. Is so a baseball player currently playing. Okay, or- active. So I was not gonna I don't want to use that as one of my questions. Active or okay. Active right. baseball player. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Question one, go. Okay. Is this a position player? No. Okay, so, it's, so it's a pitcher. Um is this player in the NL? No. Okay. Is this player in the AL East? No. Okay. Is this player going to be an all-star? I will say maybe, and I will not count that as one of your questions. Why not? Maybe. Maybe. Because I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know how the I don't know how the non-position players are going to work out. We haven't seen that voting, so to speak. Right, but I mean, like you know, your guys who like are going to be. He could like he could be he he could be. yeah he could be he really could be. Okay, is this a starting pitcher? Yes. Okay. Is this player in the AL West? Yes. This player is in the AL West. How many questions have I had so far? You have five questions. I will review them quickly. Is this a position player? The answer is no. Is this player in the NL? The answer was no. Is this player in the AL East? The answer was no. Then you asked like your 3B question, is he going to be an all-star? I said, I don't know. Maybe, probably. Then you said, is this player a starter? I said, yes. So that was question number four. Is this player in the AL West? And I said, yes. Okay. Um, has this player played more than um, seven years in the bigs? Yes. Okay. Um, is this player on the Rangers? Yes. I've got I feel like I've got two options here. Okay, Nick. Hmm. How many questions left? You have three questions left, my friend. Take your shots. Okay. Has this player <sighs> oh, now you're you want to, now you're trying to dance. <laughs> 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 oh, now you're don't get cocky, dude. No, don't I am not. I'm not. Ha, has this player played in the AL East before? No. Okay. Has this player played in the NL West before? Yes. Is it John Gray? At 10 questions on the dot, Nick, you are correct. This player is John Gray. Excellent work, my friend. 
Excellent. Got to drag it out for the dramatic, the, dramatic, the dramatic effect. That was nice. I really, that was, you like that game? You did well. That was fun. That was good. That, that was I could have got it earlier. I think if I just didn't, I think you could have gotten, I just could have said, is it him or him of all the, or is it, or is it John Gray? Well, I would have been like, yes. And then you would have to guess again. So maybe, uh, not, not, but I like the dramatic effect. It's like, you know, it's like a Rocky movie. Like, you know, Rocky's going to win. Right. But they just take <laughs> it to the 15th. <laughs> Or fifteenth round. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <coughs> Do you, wait, he's lost before though. You don't know he's gonna win. He lost in the first one. It's more. Yeah. It's more like a Marvel movie where it's like you know the superhero is gonna survive. Besides Tony Stark, some of them die. Like well, you're not necessarily like the the and the Amazing uh, Spider Man. The Spider Man's not gonna die. Rocky, he wins and he loses. Rocky won. He wins Rocky. You, when he comes back to fight Apollo Creed in Rocky 2. <laughs> he can't lose that one. <laughs> you know he's not losing that. When he Clubber Lang, like the when he fights Clubber Lang early in the movie, you know he's gonna lose. And then you know he's gonna come back later. And when Ivan Drago literally murders Apollo Creed in Rocky 4, and he has to go train in Russia in the snow. You can't know he's got away with that. I know literally got away with murder. Okay. Your favorite game. Grid I love talk. this game too. Grid talk. Let's do it immaculate grid uh for those listening to our podcast hit your free throws because they're free audio only we'll see you guys tomorrow For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.